Ashley Brock reading Diana Palmer's book, Ethan, Chapter 5. Miriam raised a delicate etched eyebrow as Ethan and Arabella joined her. She stared hard at Arabella almost incredulously, her eyes sharp and immediately hostile. She noticed that Ethan and the younger woman were holding hands, and for a minute she seemed to lose a little of her poise, then she smiled almost as if by force of will because there was no joint in her dark eyes. Hello, Ethan, she tossed back her long Aubrey hair nervously. I hope you got my telegram. He stared back at her, refusing to be taunted. I got it. Pay the cab driver, will you? She persisted. I'm flat broke. I hope you don't mind my staying here, Ethan, because I blew my last dollar on this outfit and I just can't afford a hotel. Ethan didn't say a word, but his expression grew even more remote. Aaron Bella watched Ethan pay the driver, then her eyes started to marry him. The woman was perfection itself, flaming red highlights in her long Aubrey hair, dark green witchy eyes, an exquisite face and figure, but she was showing her age a bit, and she was heavier than she had been. What Corin had said about pregnancy came with home with full first full force. Yes, Miriam could be pregnant all right that would explain that slight weight gain mostly in her waist hello Aaron Bell Miriam said as she studied the younger woman coldly I've heard enough about you over the years I remember you of course you were only a child when Ethan and I married I've grown up Aaron Barrel Aaron Bella said quietly she stared after Ethan was soft only at least Ethan thinks so Miriam laughed out. Does he really? Yes. I suppose a very young woman would appeal to him since he, since she wouldn't know what she was missing. That was an unexpected taunt. Arabella didn't understand it with the way Ethan looked when he came back after dressing for one of his passing cowboys to carry Miriam's luggage up to the house. Tell her why you won't get involved with experienced women, Ethan dear. Miriam murmured sarcastically. Ethan stared at her with an intimidating look that Aaron Bella hated. It even seemed to work on Mary. Aaron Bella and I go way back a long way. We were involved before you and I were, Miriam. He added, staring lovely at his ex-wife. Miriam's eyes blazed. Yes, I remember your mother saying that, she replied. The expression on Miriam's face did Ethan more good than anything had in years. He drew Aaron Bella close against his side, giving her a quick, pleased glance when she let her body go lax against it. You weren't expected until next week, he told Miriam. I just finished a modeling assignment down in the Caribbean, and I thought I'd stop by on my way back to New York, Miriam replied. She fidgeted with her purse, nervously, it seemed. Aaron Bella stared at Miriam from the shelter of Ethan's hard arm. It was almost rigid around her, which told her he plen heard plenty about how he was reacting to the woman's presence. She didn't understand the undercurrents. If he still loved Miriam, she didn't see why he couldn't just say it. Why this pretense when Miriam was obviously still jealous of him? How long do you want to stay, Ethan asked. We're pity pretty busy right now and I hope you understand that Aaron Bella and I consider our time together precious. Miriam lifted an eyebrow. How convenient that you should turn up just now, Aaron Bella. You've been pursuing your career for several years, I believe. Bella was injured in a wreck. Naturally, I wonder where I am. Ethan replied with a cool smile. I hope you'll enjoy spending your evenings talking to Mother. 
I'll manage, Miriam said irritably. Well, let's go up to the house. I'm tired and I want to drink. You won't drink here, Ethan said. We don't keep liquor now. So keep, Miriam guessed, but we always had a full liquor cabinet. You did, Ethan corrected. When you left, I had the bottles thrown out. I don't drink. You don't do anything, Miriam said with a nasty obsession, especially in bed. She slashed out Ethan's arm, tightened around her. Aaron Bella was beginning to catch her on, and she thought she, or she thought she was. She felt her hair bristling as she stared at the older woman with pure fury. Ethan didn't need defending, and he'd probably be furious that she dared say anything, but this was too much. Miriam had run around on him. What did she expect when he was repulsed by it? Even love would have a, even love would have a hard time excusing that kind of hurt. Ethan himself was having to bite his tongue. He knew how Miriam would love to provoke him into losing his temper to give her an excuse to tell Aaron Bella all their dark secrets. He didn't want that, not until he had time to tell her himself. His pride demanded that much. But Aaron Bella got in the first word her face lifted proudly as she faced the older worm without flinching. You may have had problems in bed, Arabella said quietly, clinging to Ethan's arm. Ethan and I don't. Which was the gospel truth, not the way Miriam took it. Ethan smothered a shocked gasp. He hadn't expected her to sacrifice her reputation for him, certainly not with such surprising courage. Miriam shadowed Ruthler. You little. The word she used was dying on the air even as bro Ethan broke into it. His face fiercely angry at the way Aaron Bella was trembling despite her brave front. The road is that direction, Ethan indicated. I'll send a cab after you. No way are you going to exercise your vicious tongue on my future wife. Miriam backed down immediately. Aaron Bella didn't do anything. She was too shocked at being referred to as Ethan's future wife. I'm sorry, Miriam said on a swallow breath. I suppose I did lay on, on with a troll. She glanced at Ethan, curious and nervous now, unusually. So, I, I guess it shocked me that you've gotten over me. I meant what I said, he replied, his voice cutting. If you stay here, it's on my terms. If I hear so much as one sharp word to Boa, off you go. Is that clear? It had, it had better be. Isn't that what you mean, Ethan? Miriam forced him. All right. I'll be the perfect house guest. I thought we were going to talk about a reconciliation. Perhaps you did, Ethan said calmly. Bella and I are getting, going to be married. There's no room in my life for you now or ever. Miriam seemed to go pale. She straightened, elegant in her pale gray suit and smiled. That's pretty blunt. The one is the only way to be with you, Ethan said. After you, he said, standing aside the letter into the house. Arabella was still stunned, although she had the presence of mind one of Miriam's outbursts had been prompted by fear rather than anger, which made her wonder why Miriam was afraid of having Ethan involved with another woman. Ethan took her hand in his, feeling its soft coldness. You're doing fine, he said quietly so that Miriam couldn't hear. Don't worry, I won't let her savage you. I didn't mean to say that. Smiled gently, despite his drawn features. I'll explain it to you later. You don't have to explain anything to me, she said, her eyes level on me. I don't care what, where, what Miriam says. You're in a deep breath. You're full of surprises. So are you. I thought you were going to save the engagement threat as a last resort, she murmured. Sorry. 
This seemed the best time. Come on, chin up. She managed to smile and holding tight to his lean hand, followed him into the house. Corin was unwelcoming, but she was too much a lady to show her antagonism for Miriam outright. She camouflaged it behind impeccable manners and cold courtesy. The only time a smile touched her lips was when Ethan sat down close beside Aaron Bell on the sofa and drew her against him with a possessive arm. It had thrilled Aaron Bell earlier when Ethan had defended her so fiercely. Perhaps it had just been his detaste for Miriam's manners, but it was nice to think that he cared about her to stand up for her. She curled up on the sofa against him, drinking in his nearness, loving the scent and feel of him so close. This was the one nice thing that had come out of Miriam's visit. Aaron Bella could indulge her longing for Ethan without giving herself away. What a pity that he was all he pretending to keep Miriam from seeing how vulnerable he was. She glanced up at him, watching his lean face as he listened with coolly polite interest to Miriam's monologue about her troubles. He was so tense, and she felt that what Miriam had said about him in bed had hurt him. She remembered what Corinne had said about his finding Miriam repulsive, and she wondered if that was what Marion had been referring to. Odd that he'd gone so white at the reference. Well, a woman like that could do plenty of damage, even if a strong man's pride. She had a vicious tongue and no tolerance for other people. It wasn't the kind of attitude that kept the marriage together, especially when she'd never given Ethan any kind of fidelity. That must have cut his heart to pieces, loving her as, I, as he had. What are you doing down here, Arabella? Miriam Mar asked eventually. Oh, I thought you were in New York. I was touring, Arabella replied. I was on my way back from a charity performance when the car was wrecked. She was coming back here, Ethan inserted smoothly with a warning glance. Warming, warning glance at Arabella. She'd gone with her father. I should have driven her myself. Aaron Bella let out an inaudible sigh at the way she'd almost slipped up. Miriam would hardly believe that she and Ethan were engaged if Aaron Bella was living in New York and they never saw each other. Will you be able to use your hand again, or is it your or is your career up the creek? Miriam asked with a pointed smile. Well, I guess Ethan wouldn't want you to do anything except have babies anyways. As I recall, Ethan said coldly, you were quite an epic about not wanting any. That was after I married you, of course. He yeah, added meaningfully. Mayor shifted briskly. So I was. Is there anything to do around here? I hate television, she said quickly, changing the subject. Ethan and Arabella and I like to watch the nature specials, Corinne said. In fact, there's a fascinating program about polar bears on tonight, isn't there, dear? She asked Ethan. Ethan exchanged a glance with his mother. There is indeed. Marion groaned. It was the longest day Aaron Bell could remember. She managed to dodge Marion by staying with Ethan even when he went out to check on the roundup. He usually took a horse, but in difference to Arabella's injured wrist, he was driving the ranch pickup. He glanced at her. Doing okay, he asked, and she smiled. I'm fine, thanks. Changed out of his traveling clothes into his worn jeans and boots and a blue plaid western cut shirt. His wide brimmed hat was tilted at a rakish angle. Over his forehead, he looked very cowboyish, and Aaron Pella grinned at the thought. Something funny, he asked with a narrow, suspicious gaze. I was just thinking how much like a cowboy you look, she replied. Not bad for the boss. <laughs> I don't have to wear suits around the men to get their attention. I remember, she should have stopped that. He took a draw from the smoking cigarette in his hand. You were a surprise this morning, he said unexpectedly. 
handled Miriam very well. Did you expect me to break into tears and run for cover? She asked. I've had a lot of practice with bad-tempered people. I live with my father, remember? I remember. Miriam's the one who ran for cover this time. You had a few bites of her yourself. My gosh, what a venomous woman, she said huskily. I don't remember her being that bad before. You didn't know her before, or maybe you did. He added quietly. He saw through her from the beginning. He studied his averted face for a long moment, wanting to ask him something more, but uncertain of the way to go about it. He sensed her curiosity and glanced toward her. Go ahead and ask me. She started. She started. Ask you what? <laughs> he laughed coldly as he drove the truck along the rough track beside the fence, bouncing them both in the seats even when the superior shocks entered the truck body. Do you want to know why she was surprised when she gave when you gave her the impression we were lovers? I thought she was just being sarcastic, she began. He turned the truck and headed toward another rutted path, then abruptly stopped it and cut off the engine. He had the windows down and the sound of birds in the distance bawling of cattle filtered in through it. He sat with one hand on the steering wheel, the other holding the cigarette. He shifted in the seat and stared at Arabella in front of it fully, his silver eyes touching her face while he struggled with an explanation he didn't want to make. But Miriam was bound to say something to Arabella, and he wanted to come from him, not from his venomous house guest. Miriam took a lot of love. Miriam took a lover two weeks after we were married. He took like there were there was possession of them. Until I divorced her, she said that I couldn't satisfy her in bed. Said it with icy bluntness, his eyes dark with pain, as if it were a reflection of his manhood. Perhaps it was, and Bella had read that a man's ego was the most vulnerable part of him. She searched his face quite. It seems to me that nobody could satisfy her, Ethan. She certainly had a lot of lovers. He didn't realize that he'd been holding his breath till now. Aaron Bella's attitude took the sting out of the end. Admission and relaxing. They say everything goes if both partners want it, but I was too old fashioned to suit Miriam. He smoked the cigarette quietly. Should I say, Corinne thinks Miriam's pregnant, and that's why she came back to try for a reconciliation. She wants to get you into bed and pretend it's yours. I told you at the onset I don't want her, he said, want it, in bed or otherwise. She'd have to do a hell of a lot of pretending to get me to go along. <laughs> she could tell people you were the father, she countered. He said, Yes, she probably could. That may be what she has in mind. What are we gonna do? Yeah. I'll think of it. I'll think of something. He said without looking at her. Locking his bedroom door might be the best answer, but wouldn't Miriam enjoy that? He thought generally. I could help if you tell me what to do, she replied. All I know about sex is what he taught me that day. She had it looking without looking at him. That God is full of tension. His breath was ex into an audible rush. My God, he said, well, you're kidding. <laughs> I'm afraid not. Surely there were other men. Not in the way you mean. You had to go out on dates in the past four years, he persisted. You could be a virgin and still have some experience. She backed herself into a corner now. She thought worriedly. How could she tell him that the thought of other man's hands and eyes on her body had nauseated her? She looked for a way to change the subject. Answer me, Aaron Bell, he said firmly. She glared at him. I won't. <laughs> he began his mouth. Was it so good with me that you didn't want it with anyone else? He asked slowly. She blushed and averted her eyes, and he felt as if he were floating. 
It reached out unexpectedly and caught a strand of her hair, savoring its silky softness. I don't know how I managed to stop. You were extraordinarily responsive. I was infatuated with you, she replied. I wanted so desperately to show you that I was a grown up. <laughs> she stared at his broad chest. I suppose I did, but it didn't help. We'd at least been on relatively friendly terms until then. <laughs> he closed the ashtray and sat up straight again to study her through narrow eyes. I suppose you're going. I suppose you're right. If we're going to pull this off, you and I are going to have to give the appearance of intimacy when we're around Mary. He said it abruptly, changing the subject. She was glad to return to the present. The discussion about the past was still unpleasant. You mean I need to wear low-cut dresses, unslink when I walk in, and sit on your lap and curl your hair around my fingers? Especially in front of Marion. You're catching on, Cupcake. He replied, it won't embarrass you? She asked the big man. Well, as long as you don't try to take my clothes off in public, he said. It was the first trace of humor she noticed in him since Marion came. We wouldn't want to embarrass my mother. You'll have to settle for partial seduction right now, I'm afraid, she said, indicating a wrist in the cast. It's hard enough undressing myself without having to undress you, too. That reminds me, he murmured with a pointed look at the straps under her blouse. How do you manage to get undressed? She lifted her shoulders. I can manage most everything except what's underneath. <laughs> you might consider going without what's underneath for the duration of Miriam's stay, he suggested something. I'll try not to stare, but it might give her food for thought if you walk around in front of her that way. <laughs> your mother will have a heart attack, she replied. Not my mother. She's been in your corner since you were 18. <laughs> His eyes darkened as they searched hers. She never could understand why I preferred marrying him to you. I could, she said with a harsh laugh. Marion was everything I wasn't, especially sophisticated and experienced. She stared down at her lap with a turning bitterness. All I had going for me was a little talent. And now I may not even have that. None of that, he said courtly, his hand tight around her. We won't think ahead. We won't think about when that cast comes off or your father's reaction. We'll think about Miriam and how to get her out of here. That's our first priority. You give me a hand and I'll do the same for you when your father shows up. Will you show up, Ethan? She asked miserably. The soft green eyes looking so trusting into his made his balls hammer in his throat. She was as pretty as she'd been at 18, and just as shyly innocent. He wouldn't have traded her tenderness for all of the Merriam's glittering sophistication. But he no longer had the choice. Bella was only part, playing a part in this mutually protection pact. Couldn't lose sight of the fact Aaron Bella wasn't his. With the bitterness of the past between them, she probably never would be. Doesn't matter whether or not he does, he replied. He replied, studied her long, elegant fingers. I'll take care of you. She felt little thrills down her spine. If only he meant it. She closed her eyes, drinking in the scent of his cologne, the warmth of his lean, powerful body so close to her. There had been so little affection to her in her life. She'd been alone and unloved. Her father had only wanted her talent, not her company. No one had ever loved her, but she wanted Ethan to. She wanted him to care as much as she did. That would never happen now. Mary met Kilbrook left there wasn't him. You're so quiet, little one, Ethan said. Tilted her chin up and searched her side eyes. What's wrong? The softness of his voice brought tears. They stung her eyelids, and when she tried to hide them, he held her face firmly in both lean hands and made her look at him. 
Why, he asked roughly. Her lower lip trembled and she caught it in her teeth to suck. It's nothing. She managed her eyes closed. She was hopelessly coward. She thought she wanted to say, Why can't you love me? But she was afraid to. Stop trying to live your whole life in one day, he said. It won't work. I guess I worry too much. She got fast brushing away a shiny tear. But everything's turned upside down. I had a promising career in a nice apartment in New York. I traveled, and now I maybe has been. My father won't even talk to me. He'll be in touch, he said. Your hand will mend. Right now you don't need a job. You've already got one. Yes, she said with a weak smile. Hoping you stay single. And gave an I wouldn't put it that way, he grumbled. The idea is to get married and to leave without bloodshed. She shift, looked at her face. She's very beautiful, she said, searching his palace Are you sure you don't want her back, Ethan? You loved her once. I loved an illusion, he said. His fingers brushed that long strand of dark hair, moving it behind her. Outward beauty isn't an indication of what's inside, Aaron Bell. Miriam thought that beauty wasn't enough, but a kind spirit and a warm heart means a lot more to most people than a pretty face. She's not quite as cold as she was, she said. Smiled faintly, searching her eyes. Are you trying to push me into her arms? No, she lowered her eyes to his arm. I just wondered if you were sure that getting rid of her was what you really want. He drew her forehead against his chest, smoothing down her ruffled hair as he stared over her head and out the window. I'm sure, he replied. It wasn't much of a marriage to begin with. He drew her back and looked at Aaron Bell's soft face, drinking in its delicate beauty, his strength of character. I wanted her, he said absolutely. But wanting isn't enough. Perhaps wanting was all he was capable of, though. Aaron Bell thought miserably. He wanted her years ago, but he hadn't loved her. He said he hadn't loved Miriam, but since he married her, he must have felt something pretty powerful. What are you thinking about now? He asked Setteford. Just long thoughts, she confessed. She drew in a steadying breath and lifted a smile to him. I'm all. His mouth settled unexpectedly on hers, covering the word even as she spoke it. She stiffened at the fill of his firm lips on hers, all the hair since he touched her, and it was as if they'd never been apart. She remembered the scent of him, the way his mouth bit at hers to make it open just as it had the first time he'd ever kissed her. She remembered the sound he made in his throat when he dragged her face under his with rough, warm hands, and the feverish intensity of the mouth that grew instantly more demanding and intimate on her lips. Kiss me, he whispered, his breath making a little little chills on her most don't hold back. I don't want this, she protested with her last whisper. You want me. You always have and I've always known it, he said roughly. His fingers peered into her long hair, tingling in its dark softness while his mouth crushed down on hers again, pressing her lips firmly apart as she began to build the intensity of the kiss. From the slow possession to a devastating intimacy, she stiffened and he hesitated. His mouth was just above. Don't fight me, he said huskily. His hands moved faintly, tremulously, where they held her face captive. He was burning, on fire for her. The old need was back in full force, and she was his, if only for a space of seconds. He wanted her so desperately. She was in his heart. Miriam and all the pain were forgotten, and his driving hunger to hold Aaron Bowles' soft body in his arms to fill again the aching sweetness of her mouth and her, oh god let me love you he ground out you don't she said miserably you don't you never did he took the words into his open mouth he groaned heavily and his hand slid over her back 
ran her gently against him, so that her breast flat against his hard chest while he kissed her. Her hands pressed against his warm shirt front, but she didn't kiss him back. Put her arms around him. She was too afraid that he'd be stirred up by his ex-wife, and now he needed an out. It was demeaning. He felt her lack of response and lifted his head. He could hardly breathe. His chest actually throbbed with the fierce thunder of his heart. The sight of Aaron Bellows flushed, loving face under his made it go even faster. She looked frightened, although there was something under the fear. At least... A leashed hunger that she was refusing to satisfy. That wasn't the only thing he noticed. Despite the blow Miriam had dealt to his bride, he discovered that he was suddenly very much a man. He felt desire as he held Arabella, a raging desire he thought for four years he'd never be able to feel again for a woman. The impact of it brought a muffled curse from his lips. All the, the times for it to happen, and with Arabella of all people. End of chapter 5.